0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: This AceCast download is brought to you by LinkSoul. Go to LinkSoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to NessBetting.com.
2: This is Green and Gold History. 50-plus years of stories, championships, and colorful characters.
0: are hey, so the world champion. This is A's baseball. This is Green
1: and Gold History. Hi, this is Vince Catronio. Each week all season, we're celebrating the Oakland Athletics' rich postseason history with a look back at decades of postseason success. So as we hearken back, let's relive some of the greatest playoff games in Oakland on this edition of Green and Gold History
2: game was unbelievable, Vince. I mean, uh, you know, 55,000 people. They even took the tarps down in the right field, and I think I probably added another 10 or so. And These people know how to cheer, man. And um, if you focus on the noise, you're going to lose the focus of what you got to do. And, you know, uh, I just had to focus on making pitches and uh, let the innings come to me and, you know, let the future come to me instead of feeling like I had to do it all at once and carrying boulders on my shoulders, you know. The
1: 2006 Division Series between the A's and the Minnesota Twins was a clash of titans the twins 96 wins mlb best 54 at home boasting the batting champ with joe mauer mvp with justin morneau and cy young award winner with johan santana oakland 93 wins with the resurgent frank thomas at his 39 home runs switch hitting nick swisher and his 35 long balls and 16 game winner barry zito game one in minnesota was a playoff classic Zito and Santana matched up for the opener. And at the second, Thomas, who was just an observer during the White Sox World Series run a year earlier because of injury, makes an immediate postseason
3: impact. Santana deals, and Frank hits it to deep left field in the corner, White going back, right down the line, fair or foul in the corner, it is gone! and Frank Thomas has given the A's the lead. A towering drive right down the left field line, just inside the foul pole, one nothing Athletics. On a 3-1 pitch, the Big hurt takes Santana deep. And Frank hit it one-handed, and not surprising, he had a home run his first game this season, he hit in his last game this season, and his first playoff game as a member of the Athletics, a home run his first at bat,
1: unbelievable. With two outs in the inning, Marco Scudero came to the plate, what was the beginning of a productive series for the A's shortstop? For
3: the A's leading one nothing, the pitch to Scudero is swung on line down the left field line. That's trouble in the corner and one hopping off the wall. Rounding at second is Peyton. Now he's rounding third. There'll be no throw to the plate. Peyton scores on a double down the left field line by Scudero. And here in the top of the second, the A's have taken a 2 nothing lead. Another changeup left up by Santana. Yeah, know, Marco Scudero... The way he has hit the second half of the season, especially playing every day, this isn't surprising. The way
1: he is swinging the bat. A sidebar story was two veterans, Jason Kendall and Mark Hotze, finally reaching in the postseason after each playing more than 1,000
3: games. And in the fifth, Kotze denied the league MVP. Zito's allowed two base runners. He has not allowed a hit. Lefty against lefty and the pitch on the way to the Twins first baseman. A breaking ball, stroke, left center field. Long run, Kotze going back at the track, at the wall, reaching up and makes the catch. Excellent play in deep left center field by Mark Kotze. And that is allowed out number one in the bottom of the fifth. The capacity crowd inside under the roof made the Metrodome
1: tough for any visitor. But they were mostly quiet until the bottom of the seventh and were rustled out of their slumber. 77 pitches, two outs in the seventh inning. Zito pitching with the 2-0 lead. And now here comes Rondell White. He swings and spanks into deep left field. Back goes Peyton to the track. At the wall, it is gone. Rondell White has hit it out to left. And he's got the twins on the board. And the ace lead is now 2-1. Both starters were still slugging it out in the eighth, and Zito stood tall in the end.
3: Lefty against lefty. Lefties do not bother Joe Maurer. Zito peering in, has the sign. Rookie from the stretch. And the delivery on the way. Mauer swings. Fly ball left field toward the line. Peyton right there makes a backhanded catch. As Maurer flies to left, Peyton ran it down, going toward the line. The Twins leave Bartlett at third, and we go to the ninth inning. A's two, Minnesota one.
1: And then in the ninth... When the A's were looking for a
3: bigger cushion, they turned again to Thomas. Here's the 1-1 to Thomas by Crane. Pause, set, pitch, and Frank hits it to deep left. White back, white at the track. He's going to watch. Two home runs today for the Big Hurt, and the A's have taken a 3-1 lead. The Big Hurt, once again, the big man for the green and gold. Houston Street one last out to give Oakland the victory this is the time when you've got to be certain Rondell white a right-handed hitter nobody on bottom of the night, three two A's and streets 1-0 pitch is swung on a 5 ball center field routine katzes there he squeezes it and the A's have won game one Rondell White flies to center. The Twins get one, but come up one run shy. Wow. Unbelievable. Houston Street bouncing back, throwing strikes, and a game that I don't think anybody in this country thought the A's were going to win in game one. To win this game the way they did against
1: the best pitcher in the American League was outstanding. Game one of the 2006 Division Series against Minnesota, one of the greatest playoff games in Oakland history. Game five of the 1989 American League Championship Series is one of Oakland's greatest playoff games for obvious reasons that it sent the A's back to the World Series. But maybe one other interesting fact, no less than five kids who grew up in the Bay Area were on the field that night. The starters, Dave Stewart from Oakland and Dave Steve from San Jose faced off in the skydome. Stu was a 21 game winner that year and Steve had 17. With a chance to wrap up the series, the A's got going early with Jose Canseco at the plate. Ahead of Canseco, 0-2. Hit the center field, it'll drop for a hit. Ricky comes speeding around, naturally waved home by Latchman. Mosby's throw, they allow it to come
2: through. Canseco stays at first with an RBI single. You just saw that was Berg the first to greet. Ricky Henderson, you just saw the two-strike mode of hitting in Jose Canseco. Remember the hard swings he had earlier in the count? No balls, two strikes with Steve. Steve put a pitch up and in where you could really get Canseco out a couple of years ago. And he goes in his two-strike mode of hitting and just puts the ball in play with a man scoring position. This is not a dumb hitter, folks.
1: Oakland Tech's greatest graduate, Ricky Henderson, increased the lead at the top of the third. Another 2-2 pitch. A drive to right center field. Guys, Mosby and Felix chasing after it. It splits them up against the fence.
3: It's 2-0 Oakland, and Ricky, round second, never hesitates. Here's one thing he
2: doesn't have yet, until now, a triple. He needed no coach. He was shooting that way from the first pitch, even when it went two balls and two strikes. He still was protecting against the vicious Dave Steve slider. He got what looked like a fastball up. And when you watch him go around the bases, he never picks up Latchman, he did it all himself. While the A's had the Bash
1: Brothers of Canseco and McGuire, the A's final run on that night showed the genius of Tony Larusa and the ability of utilizing all parts of his roster. Acker sets and pitches one and one. Here comes the squeeze. Squeeze. Gallego gets it down. The A's execute
3: beautifully once again. Acker makes the play unassisted, and they have shown just about everything in their repertoire in these five games. You want to play little ball?
1: They just showed they can do it. You want to play long ball? They've out-homered the Jays seven to one, and
2: some of those shots have been memorable. Canseco to the upper deck, for example. And if they go on to the World Series, the Blue Jays cannot come back. These kinds of plays become more important for the games in the World Series where the DH is not used, and your pitcher has to use, and you have to scrap a little more for runs and manufacture them. The Blue
1: Jays mounted a comeback beginning in the bottom of the eighth, finally awakening the Toronto crowd from their sleep. And it came from Oakland High alum Lloyd Mosby.
3: Well hit right field. This one is good. shutout
1: and wakes the skydome up in the eighth. Stewart pitched into the ninth inning, but exited after a George Bell home run. Then Larusa turned to Dennis Eckersley, the pride of Washington High School in Fremont. The Jays got a Kelly Gruber sacrifice fly to make it a one-run game, but then Eck slammed the door shut.
0: He makes ready. Puts.
2: I think he had a chance of that being ball four, but he poked it in the air down the left side into the lower seats, protected. The full
0: crowd standing all the way around the sky. He struck him out. Felix swings and misses. The sound dies and the Oakland Athletics are champions of the American League for two consecutive years. With a long
1: history of great Bay Area youth baseball as a backdrop, the A's Game 5 win of the 1989 ALCS is one of the greatest playoff games in Oakland history. Flash forward to the bottom of the fourth inning. Dave Parker barely by inches just misses a home run. Candy Maldonado with the hesitation, allowing Jose Canseco to score, and he fails to get Dave Parker at second base. So the Oakland A's take.
3: Take. it
1: It took 15 seconds on October 17th, 1989, to deliver unimaginable destruction and loss of life. Everyone was ready for game three of the 1989 World Series at Candlestick Park. But the Loma Prieta earthquake, measured at 6.9, stopped the Bay Area in its tracks. The World Series was put on hold as the Bay began the arduous process of mourning and rebuilding. 10 days later, as a three-hour respite from the pain, baseball returned, giving the area a chance to use the sport as a form of healing. The A's led the series two games to none before the interruption. The delay allowed both teams to go back to their game one starters Dave Stewart for Oakland, and Scott Gureltz for the Giants. The A's struck early, with Dave Henderson in the top of the first.
0: Now Gureltz with first base open, naturally can afford to be more careful with Henderson here, but he has Steinbach waiting on deck.
1: and fourth went the two teams with Oakland leading by a run in the fifth and that's when Jose Canseco gave the A's a cushion. Henderson hit his second home run of the night in the fifth, and the Athletics were up by five. The Giants' third pitcher of the night was Jeff Brantley, pitching in the sixth and watching the A's step into World Series
0: history. Now Lansford hits it in the air to left field.
1: Meanwhile, Dave Stewart was once again proving to be one of the game's best big game pitchers with seven strong innings and eight strikeouts. The A's flexed their muscles even more in the eighth as Terry Steinbach capped another four-run inning and completed a night of historic offense.
0: 1-0 pitch is whacked into left field for a base hit. Mitchell comes up with the ball as Canseco rounds third and he comes in to score. And it's 13-3.
1: The Giants, down by 10 in the ninth, scored four times before Todd Burns closed out the night.
0: 1-2 and two on Mitchell. Breaking pitch, lifted the left field, but right toward Phillips, who has to back up and that's it. So the Giants in the ninth, sent nine to the plate, get four, but come up well short, and the A's are one victory away from their first World Championship years, and the Giants are looking right into the face of a task that no team has been able to accomplish, down 0-3 to come back to win either a World Series or a League Championship Series.
1: Baseball, for a brief moment, provided the Bay Area with a needed distraction. Oakland's 13-7 win in Game 3 of the 1989 World Series, one of the greatest playoff games in Oakland history. The culmination of the 1972 season was the first step toward a dynasty. The Athletics, in Oakland only since 1968, were toe-to-toe with one of the greatest teams of that time, the Cincinnati Reds. Neither team hit much in that series, and each had an OPS under 600, a term that didn't come into focus until 40 years later. But in Game 7 that season, the Ace had one player who stepped firmly into the spotlight, making one of the greatest playoff games in Oakland history, and his name was Gene Tennis. Billingham to the windup, around comes
2: the arm, the pitch, Tennis swings, bounces it to the third baseman, high bounce off his glove into left field. Here comes Mangual in to score. The artificial turf ran out, and it looked as if that ball hit right where the dirt ends, and the artificial turf begins in the outfield. It took a high hop over Menke, who was playing deep to protect against just that it's a base hit for gene tennis and the oakland a's lead one to nothing with sal
1: bando coming to the plate the reds and a's were in another low scoring game in fact six of the seven games were decided by one run cincinnati tied the game in the fifth and a hal McRae sacrifice fly off catfish hunter made it a one-one contest oakland went back to work in the sixth against pedro Borbone with two outs Tennis
2: again was the man of the moment. Strike one to Tennis, who never moves from that batter's box. He keeps those feet planted and just stays in there until Bourbon gets the new ball. Nobody throwing the Ace bullpen now. There's an off-speed pitch lined out left field away from Rose. It's two to one. Around first base on his way to second as Tennis here's Rose's draw, and he's in with a double and his ninth RBI of the ballgame. It is two to one Oakland. Gene Tennis has had some kind of World Series. That is his eighth hit, his second in this ball game, his second RBI in this ballgame, his ninth run batted in, and he is in scoring position with Bando up. Then with the captain at the plate, this would be the final
1: run the A's would score in the series, and it would be up to the pitching staff to finish the job.
2: Pedro has been most effective throughout this series, but has given up two hits in the go-ahead run. Back again, this pitch is very high. Now remember, he is a sinking fastball pitcher. That fastball was up at the cap of Bando, who looks down to Nord with a 3-0 count. Menke races over. Clay Carroll continues to throw in the Reds' bullpen. And the crowd at Riverfront Stadium suddenly very quiet again. They had rallied, now they're behind, and there's a ball hit to straightaway center field. Bobby Tolan goes back near the warning track, reaches up, it'll be off the wall, and it is now 3-1. The ball gets away from Tolan, and then the second base goes Bando with a double. Back-to-back doubles. The Reds again used the sacrifice fly of the eighth to pull closer
1: this time off the bat of Tony Perez to make it 3-2 Oakland. Raleigh Fingers, who pitched in six of the seven games, was on to the ninth inning. There was drama all season for Oakland on and off the field, and getting the final out of this World Series
2: was no different. A's lead it by a run. They came in without Daryl Knowles, their good left-handed reliever, and more importantly, without Reggie Jackson, their slugging cleanup batter and center fielder. They have extended the Reds to seven games. The Reds were heavily favored. Breaking pitch. It is hit Cheney. He takes first base. And it brings up Pete Rose, the man who started the rally in the eighth inning, the man who has had straight 300 years. The man who led the Major Leagues and hits with 198, Pete Rose, will get his swings. as a breaking pitch from fingers. Hit Cheney on the foot. And Cheney is still hobbling around at first base. Rose is up. Joe Morgan comes out on deck with two out on a 3-2 to ball game in the last of the ninth. And now the Reds and their fans will remember that against the Pirates in the last of the night. They were down by a run and won it. Dick Williams comes out to talk to Ronnie Fingers. As Monty Moore, who departed for the Oakland dressing room, told us, Fingers is the type of man who needs a lot of encouragement. He needs to be told the situation. Now, Vida Blue is down on the bullpen. If Blue comes in, Rose will swing around to the right side of the plate. Pete is a better hitter from the left side of the plate. So the question, I am sure that Williams is saying, can you get him out? With Morgan on deck, this may be Finger's last man to face. Either the ball game is over or Morgan comes up and Vita Blue comes in. But we also remember that Morgan hits left-handers very well. So, even with two out on the last of the night, the wheels continue to turn, and hold up, this series isn't over yet. Rose steps in, two for four today, and has made great contact all four times. The other two were driven deep to the center field wall. Fly ball, deep left field, Rudy goes back. The other wanting crack is there, the World Series is over. And on one pitch, Rose is out, and the underdog Oakland Athletics win their first championship since they were in Philadelphia in 1930. Fingers is mob and the Cincinnati Reds fans, a record crowd of better than 56,000, are absolutely stunned by the fact that the underdog A's without Reggie Jackson have taken the big red machine of the National League. Game seven of the 1972
1: World Series with Oakland defeating Cincinnati. One of the greatest playoff games in Oakland history.
0: Last night, more than 60,000 were in full throat at Candlestick Park as the World Series, after a 10-day delay because of the earthquake, resumed. Baseball
1: joined in the healing process in the aftermath of the Loma Prieta earthquake by resuming the World Series, and the Oakland Athletics are on the verge of a Bay Area sweep. Game four featured Mike Moore for the A's versus Don Robinson of the Giants, and it's one of the greatest playoff games in Oakland history. Bringing Ricky Henderson back to the A's in June of that season was the spark needed to push the A's back to the Fall Classic. He won the ALCS MVP versus Toronto that year, and in Game 4 of the
0: World Series, Ricky did what Ricky does. The 1-0 pitch to Ricky Henderson, missing outside, ball two, and again the Giants digging themselves a hole as the Blue Jays did throughout the playoffs, and as the Giants have done too often in the World Series by walking Henderson or at least letting him get on somehow, leading off. And he gets a high fly ball to left field, and that one is carrying, and back goes Mitchell, and it's a launching pad again tonight. And I have to tell you, I've seen a lot of games in this park, and that fooled everybody. But on a winless night, what would be a normal, routine fly ball goes out, just like last
1: night, one to nothing. Robinson, was one of the best-hitting pitchers of his generation, clubbing 13 home runs in a 15-year National League-exclusive career. His opponent, Moore, had one big league at bat in an American League-exclusive career. Forced to go to the plate at candlestick, Moore won the battle of irony in the top of the second.
0: You doubt that Robinson has a scouting report on Moore, don't you? (laughs) Has trouble with the thrown ball and it's hit in the air to center field and butler races back and it's over his head henderson comes in to score weiss is being waved in he scores on the first hit by an american league pitcher since 1979 in a world series game on an 0-2 pitch that butler had a lot of trouble gauging
1: it was going to be the a's night after all the a's bashed nine home runs in the series and had an OPS north of 960. In the top of the 5th, leading 4-0, all-star catcher Terry Steinbach was at the plate. That season, he played in 130 games, had 454 at-bats, and hit one triple. So once again, something unexpected happened, and the A's took advantage
0: of it. The A's got a run in the top of the 1st on a home run by Henderson, then 3 as they batted around in the 2nd. And it's 4-0. That's hit down the line in right field, and it's a base hit and more as Canseco comes in to score. Nixon's still chasing it down. Henderson rounds third. He comes in to score. The relay to third is not in time there, and it is to nothing on a triple by Steinbach. There was more to come at the top of
1: the sixth. Carney Lansford, who equaled a season high with a 336 batting average that year, added to the carnage
0: for Oakland. The vibes just aren't right. Off he went to New York, and then almost the same thing sort of happens in New York, and then he comes back. And Lansford hits it into center field, and that drops for a base hit, and Henderson will trot home, and it is eight to nothing. Oakland. 10 hits for the A's. Slaughter goes on, and Kanchenko is the batter.
1: The Giants did rally to pull within two runs, but the final tally was a bases-loaded walk to Steinbach, making the score 9-6 in the top of the eighth. Oakland pitching shut the door, retiring the last eight Giants batters setting up the final out for the East Bay kid who went on to a Hall of Fame career to close it out.
3: Swung on, bounce, off McGuire's glove, Phillips has it. Throws to Eckerdley. in time! Another great play by Tony Phillips! And the A's have won the World Series in a sweep.
1: And so the Athletics swept the Giants in four and won their fourth World Series title in Oakland, making that finale one of the greatest games in Oakland history.